I wanted to play an instrument Cause musicians are so cool And I wanted to be cool But I found playing an instrument is kinda hard I tried the harmonica but I really sucked I tried the guitar but my fingers couldn't do it I was ready to give up Then I saw a little instrument in the shop It didn't cost too much so I gave it a shot Now I play all the time and my friends do too And who knew ukulele is the new black Yeah, it's the new black Everybody's playing it Welcome to the first episode of Ukulele is the New Black. I'm Meredith Harper and I love to play the ukulele. In this podcast, I'll be talking to other ukulele players to find out why this little instrument has become so popular in recent years. Being my first episode, it seemed only fitting that I talk to my ukulele teacher, Michael Rosenberg. He not only taught me how to play, but he is also one of the organisers of the Ukulele Republic of Canberra, where I regularly play and perform. Enjoy! Hello, I'm Michael Rosenberg, ukulele player. Excellent, Michael. Thank you for talking to me today. Um, My pleasure, Meredith. So we're going to talk a little bit about your love of the ukulele and why you like to play it. So how long have you been playing ukulele? Ukulele, about nine years. I started learning guitar when I was eight. I had classical lessons when I was eight. And a ukulele is very similar to a guitar. The, the bottom... Well, the four strings of a ukulele are like the, the top four strings of a guitar, uh, five frets higher. Everything's got the same relationship. So guitar most of my life and ukulele about the last nine years. And ukulele, I'm sorry, guitar since you were eight, so you've been playing about 20 years? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, about, uh, about three times 20 years. <laughs> The good thing is podcast is, is, is not visual. <laughs> <laughs> yes, my nose is growing. <laughs> so you played the guitar for all that time. So why did you decide to go over to the to the dark side and play the uke? The dark side. Okay, so I, I really liked blues. And one of my favorite blues players was Maria Muldoor. And on one of her albums, oh, and I'd, by this stage I'd, I'd had a resonating guitar made by a fellow in Canberra. Um, and... On one of her albums, I noticed there was a lot of resonating guitar music and I looked up who it was and it was someone called Del Rey. So I bought a couple of her albums and lo and behold, I find she's coming to Canberra to play. So I went to see her play. The supporting band was the Canberra Ukulele Group and I was watching what they were doing and thinking, oh, yeah, she she plays ukulele, they're playing. That's pretty easy. I can do that. So I borrowed a friend's ukulele, went to the ukulele club meetings and... Um, Probably six months later, the guy in charge was moving to Adelaide and Charlie and I put our hands up to run the group. And so I've been one of the executive of the Canberra Ukulele Group, now called UROC, Ukulele Republic of Canberra. Um, and uh, it's just been downhill from there or so, uphill. Um, <laughs> depending on what day yeah. you ask. Yeah. <laughs> do you still ever play the guitar? Not very often. I find it too big now. Well, you see, you know, it, it make, there are too many strings. Yes, there are. Four fingers, four strings. That's what I always say. Although I did take the E string off to play like Keith Richards. He has he only has five strings. Huh. He takes and he open tunes the guitar and it's amazing if you do that and open tune it to the right key, yeah. you can play like Keith Richards. I don't think I could play like Keith <laughs> yes, Richards. Yes, you can. I'm sure you can. <laughs> 
So, and and one of the reason I'm talking to you, um, one of the first people I'm talking to you on this podcast is you taught me to play. Yes, I did. I did. Which and you is, went through the continuing class and you I did. play really well. I, yeah, well, um, thank you. <laughs> and I've only been playing two and a half, Something like yeah, that, two yeah. and a bit years now. And yeah, I'm actually sometimes surprised that I, I do, I can play quite a lot of chords. So you must have done something right. <laughs> oh, thanks. That's good to know. So aside from, so guitar and you, you haven't played in, because you've got lots of, you've got percussion, you've got drums yes. and things. Um, when I was still teaching, primary school teaching, I learned to play the conga drums. It's the, the two quite large ones, about a metre tall. Um, and shortly after that, I started the bucket band at school, which was playing African rhythms on buckets and pans and shakers and bells and things like that. And I did that for about 15 years. So I do have a fairly strong percussive sense as well. And um, my my right hand strums like a percussionist rather than like a ukuleleist. I think. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah. The strumming thing still eludes me. We'll, we'll, we'll have to talk about that <laughs> one will. day. Yeah. <laughs> People keep telling me I shouldn't use the thumb, but I like the sound. Everyone's got a different style, Meredith. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's another conversation we'll have <laughs> offline. <laughs> um, so, so when you learned the ukulele, you basically just picked it up and from having played the guitar, you just figured it out. Look, the you? first the first day, I was such an imbecile. I didn't actually realise that the chord shapes were similar to that of a guitar, but four notes higher and suddenly the penny dropped and I go right I can do this and I was off um and uh I I I learned a number of chords fairly quickly because the shapes were familiar and then after that I just learned what I needed to you know if there's a song's got a a C sharp diminished seventh in it I'll find out what that is and just learn it and play it yep yep and one of the things, actually, we might get you to do play a few things sure. soon because you're quite good at the at the not just going strummy strummy chord. <laughs> you're good at the twiddly bits, as I like to call them. Yep, I um, am a bit. Mm. Um, so maybe now we've got actually before we, we play them, you have two ukuleles here, but I know you have more. Yes, tell I, me about your ukuleles. I have um, actually before you came, I, I I made a point of looking at how many I had. I've got twelve ukuleles. <laughs> um, that's more than one a year. Yeah, uh, yes, well. it is, yes. Yeah. Look, I have one eight-string ukulele. I have a 1920s banjolele. Uh, I have a resonator made from uh, my gum tree that was cut down some years ago. I have a corrugated iron resonator, which I'm going to play later on. I've got one made out of a French petrol can. I've got a tricocalele made of three coconut shells. <laughs> what, does it, what does it sound like? Rubbish. Yeah. <laughs> a friend, someone gave it to me because if their father bought it in the Philippines during the war, and she said, "Oh, you play ukulele here." My dad's dying; he's getting me all this stuff. I have this one? It's nice on the wall. Yeah. Um, I've got a baritone ukulele, which is exactly like a guitar minus the two low strings. I've got a soprano that I had made to a certain size for travelling overseas, so I don't put it in the in the check luggage. Yep. So I put it in the overhead luggage. I've got a another slimline travel ukulele. I've got a tenor that was made by a friend. It's that it's always the one that I pick up in the study when I want to play. And I've got two Hawaiian koa ukuleles. Wow. That's twelve. <laughs> <laughs> and you're going to play two of us. Two. two I've got the Hawaiian koa and the um, the corrugated iron. It's some some people may have heard of the 
the Dobro guitar. This is made by Don Mo, Don Morrison that's, that's, in that's South Dob- Australia. Dobro's brother? Not quite. <laughs> and and the, the imprint on the back I looked up on, on the internet and it's from a 1912 sheet of corrugated oh, iron. so cool. I, I, I will take a photo of yes, this and do. put it up so people can see it because it, it needs to be seen. <laughs> So what are you going to play on this one um, on, on this one, I'm going to play just a verse or two of um, an old blues song by Memphis Minnie, 1941. Uh, and Del Rey does a version of this too. So this is called I'm Sailing, not to be confused with Rod Stewart's song. <laughs> Quite different. Okay. favourite ukuleles because it just sounds so... Someone once described it as having a barking sound. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's totally not what you expect a ukulele to sound like, which mm. um, which is kind of good. Although we do like the sound of ukuleles anyway. Yes, we do. <laughs> so what kind of music... I mean, if you're just just sitting in, in your, at home thinking, I want to play something, what is your favourite kind of thing to play? Okay, I like a lot of blues. I like... Uh, in the last couple of years, I formed a three-piece group with a, a bass, sometimes a, a double bass, myself and another person who plays ukulele and a bit of percussion, and she sings really well. And we play jazz-style numbers, and I like those because they're, they've got unusual chords, uh, and I'm always I'm keen to learn new stuff. I don't just play the same stuff over and over. I like learning new things, although it's difficult, um, and new chord progressions. So... Uh, Sometimes I'll, I'll practice for, because we have might have a, a performance and I need to um, learn the material really well. Um, and even though I can play really well, I still get stage fright. And, and you know, sometimes if the, if the music isn't in front of me, I, I, I momentarily panic. So I have to, I have to uh, really learn the stuff well. But the new songs, and I'll play you one of those now. This is, this is an old number from 1910. Uh, and Louis Armstrong did a version, and I first heard this one um, played by Ry Cooder about 40 years ago. I heard this one. It's a song called Shine. And the one I'm playing now is the Hawaiian koa. Koa wood, it's a bit like Australian blackwood, but it's Hawaiian equivalent. Very pretty. Well, just because my hair is curly and just...
Make trouble smiling, never mind. Just because my color's shady, slightly different, maybe that's why they call me shine. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, that's got. I'm just looking at your chords over yes. there. It does have a few, few interesting ones in there too. The the, the C6. Yeah. The diminished. That's a pretty beautiful one. chords. Mm. Yeah, really nice. So I, I quite like the jazz ones too, and mm. I love singing the jazz, which is uh, it's fun. What did we do what, the other night at um, Urock? We did Summertime. Oh, that was, yes. That was my pick. Is that Gershwin, isn't it? I think it is. I don't know. It's just good. Mm. And it's such a good song to sing. I just I love think it. Janis Joplin did a great version of that too. Oh, okay. I need to listen to more. Actually, I realised I needed to listen to it because I didn't quite remember the melody. But then with jazz, it doesn't matter. You just sing what you Improvise. want. Improvise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So you play obviously with with, with your rock mm-hmm. and and your your three piece. Yes, and there's another group that I play with too. Um, I I do a bit of ukulele teaching. I I've taught at the CIT usually one class every term for the last maybe seven years, and at the U3A University Third Age for Retired People for about the last three or four years, and. Um, after a trip to Dundee where I met some people that had just recently formed a ukulele group and I went and had and played with them, and I do play solo a bit, and I, so I played a few numbers there and kept in touch with one or two people. And when I went back two years later, I offered to run a blues workshop, which I have done quite a bit. I've done them around Australia. I've done them at a couple of festivals, and I've done them around the world when I travel. I take my uke. I've done them in Singapore, Inverness, Dundee, Cambridge, Milan, Zurich. And this one in, in Dundee, Liz, who was in charge of this group, she had a group of her U3A students and they were playing at retirement villages every week and having a great time. And I thought, well, you know, I could do that. So on the train between um, Dundee and and, um, and Oxford, I, I composed my email that I was going to send out to people and, and I got about half a dozen and then a couple of people from Uroc. And we've been now uh, performing for about 15 months we call ourselves Vintage Ukes because we're all of a certain age. <laughs> and and we, we played at two festivals with a third one coming up at Newcastle. Uh, and we play fairly regularly at retirement villages. And we, we get asked back and it's just great fun. And the other side of it is it's really been good for me to watch those people grow from having, just having had half a dozen lessons to being now able to, able to play 30 different chords and, and be very confident on stage and, and you know, we have a lot of fun. And it must be good actually to teach people and, and see um, those that stay, like myself, mm. to actually see that they stick with it and, and improve. Well, we, we performed together at the Blue Mountains recently yeah. and, and with your wonderful voice, we, we, it really made the band, I think. And everyone's got something that they can offer. That's right, yeah. Yeah, and I, I really enjoyed that performance, mm. actually. It was, it was good fun. Mm. And you haven't seen the new toy either, my new melodica. Have you heard about my oh, melodica? Oh, look, I, my, we had a melodica <laughs> in 1967. Yeah, they've come back. Yeah. Everything comes but back. But I believe now they've got a, a hose that you blow into, yes. not straight into yeah, the melodica. Yeah, it goes into the yeah. hose. Yeah, so we did that. It's like an octave and a half keyboard or something. Yeah, it's about, about that long. Mm. So, um, yeah, so the Shoalhaven um, Ukulele Festival was we did um, for Istanbul. Mm-hmm. I did the like the bit in the middle. Oh, great. Instead of kazoos, yep. we did melodica. Oh, it sounded so good. Oh, great. <laughs> the best yeah. moment was when we were rehearsing and I walked in with this melodica and everyone kind of looked at it like, what has she got? <laughs> and then by the end they said, yes, the melodica stays. 
<laughs> so I have to rearrange all the songs yes. for melodica solos oh, and, now. And, uh, yeah, and, and Charlie was getting a bit excited too. And having, and, and, uh, settle down, Charlie. We, what does Andrew say about it? He says, keep your powder dry with the melodica. You put it where you need it, and he's, he's absolutely right. You bring yeah. it out yeah, just occasionally. and put it away. Mm. Yeah. It's, it's for riffs and twiddly mm. bits. It's not for yeah, not the whole thing. Anyway, um, I've gone off on a tangent, which is fine. That's all right. We love a tangent, yeah. don't we? Uh, <laughs> I did a maths major, so tangents are fine. <laughs> oh, dear, don't start me on maths. <laughs> Well, I used to be an accountant once, but that doesn't mean you're good at maths. It's not the same thing. Um, yes, adding you can follow arithmetic. Numbers down a column. Yeah, arithmetic and maths not necessarily the same thing. <laughs> so, what is it that you love about the ukulele? Look, it's it's portable. Yes, um, they're everywhere. Uh, people may not realise that there are ukulele festivals all over the world and all over Australia. I've played in ukulele festivals in Melbourne, in Sydney, in Cairns, down the coast. In Canberra, we had one last year, as you know, for our 10th, 10th anniversary, um, Blue Mountains, and that's just on, on this side of the country. Um, there are clubs all over the world. You can take a ukulele, look up on Facebook or do a Google search um, and join in with a range of people, learn new songs, and they can hear what you've got to offer. The other thing is it's, it's I find it very easy to play. It, uh, four fingers, four strings. You know, it's not quite that simple, but um, <laughs> it's it's got a nice sound. And the other thing is that when you play with other people, uh, you tend you feel good, and it releases endorphins. You know, when you sing with people or you play ukulele with other people, you just feel good uh, at the end of it. And at our at our meetups, many of which you've come along to, it's 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 a hoot. It's it's a real hoot. Everyone's having a great time, and it, it transcends. Language, religion, politics, anything. It's just it's just an instrument that anyone can play, and when you're together, you can play. I remember sitting on the steps in Milan with a couple of people that I'd made friends with over the internet, and one could speak English, the rest could only speak Italian. I didn't have much Italian, but we could all look at the chords on a sheet and play the songs together. And when we'd finished one song, I didn't sing much of them because the the words were in Italian, Uh People were clapping because this was a song on the on the top forty oh, at the time. Yeah. Um, so it, it's it's really it transcends everything. The ukulele, it's beautiful, lovely instrument, and there are so many people now who play it. Yes, it's not just a tiny Tim thing. Thank goodness for that. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of the endorphins and playing together, there was another one you wanted. What else did yes. you want to play? Now, I know you know this song. I do know Dream this song. a little dream of me. And I, I'd love it if you could accompany with me with your voice. I will. I'll just play yep. and you sing. That would be that would be really good. Okay. We shall do that. Stars shining bright above you. Night breezes seem to whisper I love you. Birds singing in a sycamore tree. It's a great song, that one. Mm. I don't get tired of it. So, did you have anything else on your list you were going to uh, play? Look, not really. That, the, there be. are a lot of songs that uh, ukulele groups 
play when they start up, partly because originally, and the, the first Australian ukulele festival was eight years ago, and we played at that. It was the Melbourne one, and then we played at the inaugural Cairns one later that year. And there was one songbook that went round, and it had all the standard songs. And one of them was um, this one. If you like ukulele lady, ukulele lady like you. If you like to linger where it's shady, ukulele lady linger too. And there's nothing wrong with that song. It's just that everybody seems to do it, as well as this one. You know. <laughs> Five foot two, eyes are blue. What the fuck we could do as anybody see my girl? Okay, and, and <laughs> that's a great song too, but personally I like to play slightly different songs on yep. the ukulele. And I've heard Nights in White Satin played at uke festivals and all sorts of really interesting songs. And can I say anything that can be played on a guitar can be played on a ukulele. Yes. It'll sound slightly different, but there's no limitation. So people originally just played typical ukulele songs. But, for example, our songbooks, as you know, our songbooks number three in, in number, and we've got 175, 175 songs in the first two each, and 150 in the third one, that's 500 songs. And we're probably way overdue for doing another songbook, except such a, it's a <laughs> big job. it is, <laughs> takes a long time. Um, so, there, any song that people like to listen to, they can basically play on the ukulele if they learn the chords. Yeah. And I must say, I quite like playing songs that shouldn't be on the ukulele. On the ukulele, improving mm, it actually it can sound exactly. pretty good. It's fun. <laughs> and the common thing is, I didn't know you could play that on the ukulele. <laughs> you can play anything on the yes. ukulele. Yeah, some things you shouldn't, but you can play anything <laughs> on the ukulele. All right, last question is, how has ukulele changed your life? Well, Meredith, I, um, I've been retired from primary school teaching now for about seven and a bit years. I started the ukulele... Um, maybe two years before I retired, and I'd play, bring it into the classroom and play along. And and once Charlie and I began to run the group, we became more of a performance group. So I've now become a ukulele performer. I've also taught a, a number of people through the CIT classes, a new 3A, and a couple of classes through the ukulele club. Um, and I, I enjoy arranging new songs and working with the group, the Vintage Ukes group, which we, which we meet every Friday, and, and work through our songs. And that's, they've been quite a, we've developed quite a strong um, bond with, with the eight or nine, or nine or ten, I think it is, people there. So it's changed my life in that I probably would play the ukulele minimum of half an hour a day if I didn't have any rehearsals or classes, or sometimes up to about two hours a day. Um, my fingertips could cut diamonds. <laughs> <laughs> So that's why you're better than me, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> the diamond fingertips. Yes. So it's it's just it's part of my life. I have one sitting here in the in the in this um, living area down here. I've got another one out ready to play in the study next to the computer. If I you know I'll look on YouTube and say, oh, now how does the riff to that go and and work it out? And I guess having had the the classical guitar experience and playing guitar for a long time, I can pick up those things fairly quickly. 
how to play riffs. I can work out a song by listening to the chords. I've done that a few times um, to unusual songs that you can't find the chords anywhere to. So it's quite an important part of my life. I do other things, but it is um, a constant part of my life. Excellent. Well, Michael Rosenberg, it's been an absolute pleasure to talk to you. Thank you so much. Thanks very much, Meredith. I've enjoyed it too. Ukulele is the New Black is produced by me, and I also wrote and performed the theme tune. Episodes will be released every second Monday, and you can subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, or your podcatcher of choice. Details of the songs Michael played in today's show are in the show notes. I'll also put links to photos of the Resonator and Try Coconut Ukuleles. You don't want to miss that one. My graphic design was done by Seb Carraro. If you want him to make some awesome stuff for you, get in touch and I'll hook you up. You can follow the show on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Our website is ukuleleisthenewblack.com. See you next time. I think this is the first time I've got to sing properly on my podcast. Well, here you go then. Actually, this, well, this is going to be the first episode. Of course it is. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's the new black. <laughs> <laughs>